Uh, today I want to talk about how many children a person is supposed to have. I mean, it seems that in different segments of the Orthodox society, there are different minhagim as to how many children are supposed to have. Some people have as many as the Rebbe Shalom blesses me with. And that's, that's what they assume is a chiyuv. And others say, what do you mean? I have a boy and a girl. I have my two kids or my, and a dog or whatever. And, uh, and I'm good. I have the perfect American family. So at what point do we say that the, the requirement, that the Torah requires us to have children? And at what point do we say that there's no longer a requirement in the Torah? Now, just to be clear, what I am not talking about is how to prevent having children when a person is not chayiv. That's a different issue. What to do in terms of birth control and what's mutter and what's asr is a much, much more complicated issue, and that is not the topic of today. There is a mission in the sixth paragraph of, Yuma, of Yuvamas that records a machlokas between the Basil and Beishamah. Basil holds that in order to be Mekai in the midst of Puravu, a person has to have a son and a daughter. Beishamah holds that a person has to have two sons, that having two sons is also a key mitzvah of Puravu. Where did we get the idea of a son and a daughter? Where does Basil learn the idea that a son and a daughter is good enough? So he learns it Mibriyasu Shalom. The Gemara explains that Kodesh Baruch Hu created Adam and Chava. So, so too, when we're supposed to populate the world, we should populate it with a male and a female. We're supposed to be like the Rebbeinu Shlomo. Beishamai, however, says no. Two males must be good enough because what you're going to say, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't wasn't Mikayim the mitzvah Puravu properly. Moshe Rabbeinu had sons, didn't have any daughters, so obviously he must have been Mikayim the mitzvah Puravu properly. It would be scandalous to say Moshe Rabbeinu was Porish Meishto. He left his wife. He stopped having kids on purpose. Before before doing the mitzvah, can't be, says Beishamai. Obviously, Moshe Rabbeinu did Puravu, and therefore you can be in the mitzvah of Puravu with two sons. Basil will respond, no, Moshe Rabbeinu is a different story. He had his own limud, why he had to be Parish Meisha, because if the uh, Klal Yisrael at, at Har Sinai was going to have a moment of encounter with the Ribbonu Shlolem, and they had to be Parish Meisha for three days before, before Kabbalah Satora, he, Moshe Rabbeinu, who's constantly in contact with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so for sure, he's always Medaber Mashchina, of course has to be Parish Meisha, so it's a different din. You can't learn from Moshe Rabbeinu. Maskanas Hadvarim from the Gemara seems to be that according to one is not Yotze with two sons, one is only Yotze with a son and a daughter. So two sons are not good enough, and we pass obviously like the Basil, not like the Beishamai. However, the Yerushalmi holds that the Basil would also be Moda that two sons is good enough, and the Chiddush of the Basil is that even a son and a daughter is good enough. Meaning the way we have it in the Bavli is that the Beishamai holds that, that even two sons is good enough, and Basil holds, no, it's Dafka, got to be son and a daughter. The way the Yerushalmi says it is that no, everyone agrees two sons is good enough. This is the Basil holds that even one son and one daughter is good enough. But B'darach Klal, when you have Machlokz Bavli Yerushalmi, we always pass like the Bavli against the Yerushalmi. Either like the Rif says at the end of Erevin because of Hilchsa Kabasra, or maybe because Rov Chachme Yisrael were from were Chachme Bavel, and, uh, and, there, and therefore we Achri Rab Nahatos, we go with the Rov, and that's why we pass like the Bavli for whatever reason. Nitziv has a different explanation in the beginning of the, the, his, his Akdama to the Shiltos, but whatever the explanation is, we pass like the Bavli, and that's what the Ram passed that's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. There is a chuv in the Avni Nezer where he says that you should know the Zohar goes like the Yerushalmi. So maybe the Zohar could tip the scales when it's a Bavli against the Yerushalmi and the Zohar is like the Yerushalmi. Then maybe that would be more reason to say like the Yerushalmi over here. And uh, that assumes that there's such a thing as a Zohar going against the Bavli. Gra has a famous episode that there's no such thing. That uh, when the Zohar goes against the Bavli, it means you either didn't understand the Zohar or you didn't understand the Bavli. Gra gives the example with the, uh, right, with the, what isn't the example of the 12th Right, that's the, the example where uh, the Zohar says you're supposed to have 12 chalas on Shabbos, even though the Gemara says you only need lacha mishnah, you only need two chalas on Shabbos. So they say it's three three meals, two chalas each meal, and you're supposed to cut 
but say our kularifti is supposed to cut every chal into two pieces, so that makes 12 pieces. So that's what the Zara meant with the 12 chalas. But whatever, we generally assume, regardless of what the Avninezer says, we generally assume that we pass like the Talmud Bavli, and therefore we pass like the Beis Hillel, the way the Bavli explains it, that a person has to have a son and a daughter to be Mekayim Mitzvah Puravu. The Gemara says, though, that what if Rachman al-Tzlan, a child dies, so then if, one, if a person has a son and a daughter, and let's say Rachman al-Tzlan, the son dies, so then he has to have another son. He's not Mekayim Mitzvah Puravu. A person has to have surviving children. There is a, but if the son who died had his own child, then you're Mekayim Puravu. Why? Because Bnei Banim Arayim Kabanim. There is a Machlokas Rishonim, what the Geder of Bnei Banim Arayim Kabanim is. The Gemara says that a Ben and a Bas, you need to leave uh, the, 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 uh, a Zerash Al-Kayama of a son and a daughter in order for the uh, grandfather to be Mekayim Puravu. Tosis writes that grandchildren could be either males or females. It doesn't matter. We don't look at the gender of the grandchildren, but the Ramam holds that, no, you have to have a male and a female descendant that you leave here on this earth in order to be Mekayim Mitzvah Puravu. It could be that the Ben um, it could be a grandson and the, the Bas could be a daughter, it could be not a grandchild, or vice versa, but you need to leave one male, one female. That's the way the, uh, the Rambam understands. According to Tosos, it doesn't matter what the gender of the grandchildren are. You had a son and a daughter, and from that son and daughter came more people. So it doesn't matter if the son and daughter are gone now, as long as they each had children, that's okay. Whereas Rama says, no, you have to leave behind a son and a daughter. What's the machlokas about? L'chor, what they're arguing about, what the nature is, if a person is Yotzei Puravu after their child dies, is it that you're really already Yotzei Puravu when you had your children? It's just that in addition to Puravu, there's a concept of L'shevah Sitzara, that you need to populate the, the world. And if your children died and the chain ended there, the line ended there, they didn't have any children, so yeah, you were Mekayim Puravu, but you weren't Mekayim that additional element of populating the world, because the world is not being populated by your descendants right now. And that might be how the Baliatosis understand, that you were Mekayim Puravu already. So the gender of the grandchildren doesn't matter, because you're already Mekayim Puravu even if the children died. It's just that you need the grandchildren in order to fulfill that extra, that extra uh, element of L'Shevah Sitzara. So it doesn't matter what the gender of the grandchildren are, the Rambam would probably understand is very literal that they're mamish kebanim that your grandchildren have the same din as being your children and you're being makayim the ikr mitzvah of puravu through the grandchildren so if your children are no longer around you weren't makayim puravu now so you need the, the grandchildren for puravu itself not just for that extra prat called l'shevis yitzara but that's just to, all of this is just about the original two children is there any mitzvah to have more than two children so the Gemara says says that there is a sheet of Rabbi Yeshua that someone who's hayilo banim bialduso should have the banim biziknuso as well. Why? Because the pasuk says koalas b'boker that a person should uh, plant his seeds in the morning and in the evening you should continue to work hard, should continue to plant. What does that mean? So the way the Gemara understands it is that it's talking about having a family. That when a person is young they should start a family, and when they get older they shouldn't stop. They should continue to have children. The Gemara says that Rabbi Akiva has the same limit about and that's why that's the that's the Gemara Nivam. It's about Rabbi Akiva, the famous Gemara about Rabbi Akiva and his Talmidim. The Rabbi Akiva, twenty four thousand Talmidim, when he, in his younger years, and what happened? They all died. And what did he do? 
he continued to work hard to find new Talmidim, and he had five Talmidim. And from those five Talmidim came all of the Torah that we have, all the Mishnahis that we have. Those are the five holy Tanoim that Rabbi Yakiva was the, was the Rabbi of. Same idea, you do, you do your job in the, in the early stages of life, but you keep on going in the later stages of life as well. There is a Machlokas Rashi in the Rambam about what the idea behind Laravel Tanach Yadech is about. Rashi understands that the, from the juxtaposition of Banim and Talmidim, the fact that the Gemara puts them together, is that what happened with Rav, why was it so important that Rabbi Kiva continued to have Talmidim later on in life? Because what happened to his first 24,000 Talmidim? They're all gone, they all died, the Torah would have ended right there. You never know what's going to happen with the older ones. So sometimes persons have children, and you know, he's not an experienced parent with the older children, so you don't know, the children may, uh, may go off the derech, or the children, Rahman al-Sad, may die, so you want to have younger children also in order to be mashlim, in order to make sure that you're leaving something behind. That's what Rashi says. Now it's interesting, Rashi says, they may die or they may go off the derech. They may die, I understand. That, that would mean that you didn't have, you're not leaving any children behind. They may go off the derech. What does that have to do with Puruvu? Puruvu is a mitzvah of children. Who cares? If they, I mean, obviously it's terrible to go off the derech. What does that have to do with Puruvu? The implication of Rashi is that somehow part of the mitzvah of Puruvu is not just to have the children, and it's very mistavid this way as well, but it's to be able to raise them al derech and to continue the mitzvah of Klal Yisrael. But that's the point of the mitzvah of Puruvu. That's the purpose of the mitzvah of Puruvu. And that's why if a, uh, if a parent realizes that continuing, Rav Shechel always points out, that continuing to have children, you're not going to be able to give enough time to the children. You're not going to be able to have time to learn with the children. You're not going to be able to have time to do anything with the children and to, 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 to watch over them properly and to raise them al derech properly. Then you shouldn't have children anymore at that point because then you're not, you're not raising them al derech That's not the key mitzvah of Puruvu. The key mitzvah of Puruvu is to have the children and raise them al that is the Chorah, the way Rashian says. The Rambam, when he talks about this idea of Larav Al-Tanach Yedecha, says it's so important to continue to have children because every Jewish soul is so important. He just talks about the importance of, of, of each child. So it sounds like it's a different din. It's not because someone might die or something might happen to the other children. It's just that there's an additional Indian to continue to have children because it's so awesome to bring Jewish neshamos into, into this world. It could be that, uh, that this, this machlokas, whether it's part of the Iker mitzvah of Puravu, the way Rashi understands it, is that the, the, there's a concern if you don't have these more children, you may not get Puravu because the older children, who knows what's going to happen. So this is a safety net for Puravu, whereas the Rambam understands, that, no, it's not about Puravu, it's just awesome. It's just like a great opportunity to bring the Shamos into this world. It could be that Mori Verabi always says, I don't know where he gets it from exactly, but he always says that Lerav al he refers to it as Amidas Chasidus, that the mitzvah is to have a son and a daughter. That you should continue to have children. Maybe that's understanding more in line with the Rambam. That the idea of Laraval Tanikhidakh is just what an awesome opportunity. That that would be a mitzvah chasidus, but it's not part and parcel of the of the mitzvah of Pruvu. There is another Indian in having a lot of children, and that is the Gemara says that Ain Ben David Ba at Shiikhla Kalan Shamal Shabaguf that Ben David, Mashiach, doesn't come until all the neshamos are emptied out of a, the chamber in Shamayim that carries all the neshamos. So the more children a person has, the more neshamos you bring into the world, the more, the closer we're, bringing, we're getting to Mashiach. 
So that's also an Indian to try to have a lot of children in order to bring to bring about Mashiach. Rav Shachter also said, and again, I don't know where he gets this from, I don't know where he saw it, but he says that uh, the din of Lerav Al-Tanich even that Midas Chassidus of Lerav Al-Tanich is only to have another boy and another girl. So once a person has two boys and two girls, he was Mekayim Puruvu with the first boy, first girl, and Mekayim Lerav Al-Tanich with the second boy and his second girl. There is a sheet in the Gemara that way, that you need two boys and two girls. There's a sheet that then says Veshame that way. They need two boys and, and two girls. We don't pass them that way, obviously. But Rosh Hashanah that's what Erev Al-Tarech is. So why would you go beyond that? More than two boys and two girls? That's to bring Mashiach. That's Ein Ba'at So the first boy, first girl, that's a mitzvah puravu. Second boy, second girl, that's Erev Al-Tarech according to the way Rosh Hashanah understands it. And then beyond that is bringing Mashiach, is a way of bringing Mashiach. So that's the way, that's at least one approach to understanding the, uh, the various levels of the, of the mitzvah of Puravu. But Kuli al that if a person is able to raise his children al Derech and he's able to have a lot of children that he can raise al Derech that that's a really wonderful thing, and that the person is supposed to try to do that. That's, uh, we believe in having, in having large families and being able to be Mam Shechar Masara through having children.